Lord God, we thank you for your word. Lord, I, I still believe um, in the power of your word. And so, Lord, we, um, we worship you through listening to your word this morning. We worship you through opening our hearts and minds to what you would want to say um, by your spirit um, through your word this morning. And um, Lord, we ask for Jess. We thank you for her giftedness. Thank you for her willingness and availability. And Lord, we thank you um, for the anointing upon her life. And we pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Andrew. I don't know if you can see, but I don't have shoes on this morning. I feel really at home. Oh, I'm just looking at my feet now. <laughs> I feel really at home this morning. Good morning, church. I would say it's good to see you, but I can't see you. I'm picturing you um, in my mind. Thank you for joining us for online church. Thank you for being present with us. Um, I feel so blessed this morning that even though we can't be together in person, we can still fellowship online. And one of my favorite things about online church is that we can still talk in the chat. So keep doing that. Let's keep fellowshipping together. Hey, I'm excited for the word this morning. God's been preparing a sermon in my heart that has been challenging and convicting for me. It's been a pruning process for me. So um, if you feel convicted this morning, don't worry, I did too um, this week. Um, and I'm excited for the word. I believe, just like Andrew said, that um, we're going to find some freedom today. We're going to see some victories. Um, so I just want to thank you, God, and I just want to um, thank you in, expe in expectation for the victories that are going to be won. Um, and Lord, I just pray that it will be your words that are spoken, not mine. Amen. Um, this morning, I want to start by asking you guys, have you ever fought a giant before? And I don't mean metaphorically, I mean literally. Caleb, would you mind coming down just for two seconds for me? Sorry, I forgot to um, warn you. Now, some of you might not believe me, but I've actually fought a giant before physically, not just metaphorically. Babe, do you want to come stand next to me for a second? Now, as you all know, I'm quite tall. I'm quite strong, don't you think, babe? No. He meant yes. But in comparison to Caleb... I'm quite minuscule because in comparison to me, in comparison to Caleb, I'm, I'm quite minuscule. I need to stand on a chair to be as tall as him. Okay, thank you, babe. Now, some of you might not believe me, but Caleb and I have actually fought before. Now, before you freak out, I'll explain. A couple of years ago, we had just started leading youth group and we decided to have a sleepover at church. And... We kind of stupidly thought it was a good idea to play sock wrestling. And of course, the youth said, Caleb and Jess, you guys verse. Of course they said that. So anyway, here I, here I come. I walk up next to Caleb, ready to um, battle him for his sock. And um, for those that know me, you guys would know that I'm quite competitive. I hate losing. So as soon as the youth said go, I jumped up onto a chair and I kind of put Caleb in a bit of an aggressive headlock. And I'm still apologizing. Um, I put Caleb in this aggressive headlock and tried to kind of rip his sock off, but his leg was too long for me to reach anyway. And because I'm so small compared to him, he kind of lifted me up. And it looked like he wasn't trying at all. He just lifted me up like I was a feather, put me on his shoulder, and chucked me on the ground and ripped off my sock. 
Now, because I'm so competitive, he was lucky we continued to date. Like, honestly, I was ready to walk. Um, but because we're wise youth leaders, of course, we put, you know, soft mattresses on the ground and everything. So um, it was a safe landing. But I was not prepared for that battle. And this morning, we're going we're gonna to talk about another battle that happened in the Bible. And it was a battle between a man named David and a giant named Goliath. But you see, the difference in this battle was that David was prepared for the fight. If you have your Bibles with you at home today, this morning we're going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 17. And in this story, there were two groups at war. There were the Philistines and they were the Israelites. Now, this battle is called the Battle of the Valley of Elah, and it's because it took place in the Valley of Elah. And in this scene, there were two hills. Just to paint a picture in your mind, if you're a visual learner like me, there were two hills, and the Israelites camped on one hill, and the Philistines camped on the other. And there was a valley in between them, and that's where the battle took place. Now, in this story, David was a young man and he was a shepherd. And he was at home taking care of his father's sheep while his other brothers went off to fight in war with the Israelites. And one day David's dad asked him to travel to the battle lines to deliver food to his brothers. And that's where this story picks up. Now, for 40 days, morning and night, a Philistine giant named Goliath stood on the battle line and challenged the Israelites to bring forward a warrior to fight him. And the winner of this battle would become subjects to the other army. And for 40 days and 40 nights, no one volunteered because he was a giant, even bigger than Caleb, probably four times his size. And no one volunteered because they were terrified of him. So when David arrived to deliver food for his brothers, he heard the challenge that Goliath was putting out. And he volunteered to fight. And all the other Israelites thought there's absolutely no way this young man is going to be able to beat this giant. He was not equipped for that battle. But David had faith in his God and he came out victorious. Now, I don't know about you this morning, but I'm definitely fighting some giants in my life. I'm fighting some big battles. I've fought some big battles, just like I'm sure you have. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I look at my giants just like the Israelites look at, looked at Goliath. And sometimes I can look at my giants and say, there's absolutely no way that I can beat this. Sometimes we don't know how to respond to our giants. And that's what we're going to look at today by looking at the story of David and Goliath. This morning's sermon is titled, Facing the Giants. The first point this morning is facing the giants requires the right weapons. Verse 40 says, the verses should come up on your screen. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Verse 45 says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty the God of the armies of the Israel, whom you have defied. This morning, I want to ask you, church, what weapons are you fighting with? 
In this story, David had five stones and a sling, which seemed no match for Goliath's spears and weapons of war. But you know what the difference between David and Goliath was? God was David's greatest weapon, and that was all he needed. David's faith and reliance on God was no match for Goliath. Sometimes in life we come face to face with giants that seem unbeatable, giants like COVID, lockdown, mental health, addiction, trauma, financial struggles, relationship struggles, and the list just goes on and on and on. But church, we get to decide what weapons we fight with. I think we need to emphasize one particular part of verse 45 again. But, I feel like that word needs to be in capital letters. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. In this verse, David was saying, you may come against me with these things, but I come against you with God as my weapon and I will not be defeated. Would you like to have that response when you're standing in front of your giants? I know I would. Whatever giant you're facing right now, I want you to ask yourself, is that the way I'm responding? Is God the weapon that I'm fighting with? Or am I using other weapons to fight my battles, like my own strength, my own perseverance, unhealthy coping mechanisms, fear, anger? I don't know what weapons you're fighting with. But I want you to reflect and think about, are you fighting with God as your weapon, just like David did? Now, I have to be honest with you guys. I like authenticity. I didn't just write this sermon. I've been working on it for a couple of years. And I started writing this sermon when I was a student at the Savos Discipleship School. And I think when I first wrote this sermon or started to work on it, I thought I was writing it for myself, really, because it just applied to me through and through. And at this point, I was facing probably the biggest giant I have faced in my life so far, probably one of the biggest in years to come also. And I was fighting the giant of my mental health and I was really struggling at that time. And no matter how hard I tried, that giant just would not fall. And I've realized recently the reason why it probably took so long was because I was fighting with the wrong weapons. I was trying to do it on my own. I was using my own strength, my own perseverance. I was just trying to get through on my own. I was fighting with unhealthy coping mechanisms like alcohol and anger and resentment. And um, probably the biggest weapon that I used was probably chocolates and chips. Um, it's something that I still love to use myself. Sometimes when I've had a bad day, I just want to come home and open the cupboard and eat my feelings. I don't know if I'm not the only one, but sometimes I love to use the weapon of food. And I hate to break it to you, most of those weapons just make things worse. And I've come to realize that. Sometimes, even still, even this week, I had battles that I was fighting this week and I caught myself using weapons that weren't going to win me the battle. I don't know about you, but I want to start using God as my weapon when I face my giants. It wasn't until I started fighting with the right weapons that my giant began to fall. I had to surrender this battle over to the Lord. I had to turn to God. I had to turn to prayer and to the Word. And I had to step back and allow God to be my weapon. If you've been trying to fight a particular giant in your life and it just won't seem to fall, I want you to really consider what weapon are you fighting with? 
If you're not sure what that is, I want you to think about what is the first thing that you run to when you come face to face with a giant? Is it God or is it something else? If it's anything other than God, then that is the weapon that you're using. And I feel really encouraged this week to instead of run to other things, run to God first and let him be my weapon. Facing the giants requires the right weapons. The second point this morning is facing the giants requires putting our faith in the right place. Verse 43 to 44 says, He said to David, Am I a dig that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Verse 47, all those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. This morning, I want to ask you, have you ever put your faith in the wrong place? I know I have. I do it a little too often sometimes. I'm working on it, but I don't always get it right. I know I've definitely put my faith in the wrong place. I put faith in myself, and I've screwed up plenty of times, let myself down. I put my faith in other people, they've let me down. I put my faith in things of this world, the world's let me down. But you know, the only place where we can put our faith that won't let us down is God. Putting our faith in the right place is so very important. This morning, I want you to think about where are you putting your faith? Is it in God? Is it in yourself? Is it in others? Is it in the government? Is it in the world? Where are we putting our faith this morning? It's so easy to give into fear when situations seem impossible. And this situation definitely seemed impossible for David. None of the Israelites had faith that he would be able to beat that giant. But you see, David's faith wasn't in himself. Instead, sorry, Goliath had faith in himself. And in these verses, he goes on to tell David how mighty he is, how great his weapons are, and how he was going to beat David. But when David responded to Goliath's challenge, he didn't respond by saying, I'm so great. These are the weapons I had. He responded by saying, God is so great. And God is going to beat this battle. David's faith wasn't in himself, it was in God. He knew that the battle was the Lord's to win and his faith was in the right place. When we face our giants, we should focus on God's characteristics, not our own characteristics. Because at the end of the day, we can't do things on our own. We're going to screw up. We're going to get it wrong. We often don't have the strength that we need to fight our giants. We often aren't equipped. We often don't have the right weapons in ourselves, But when we put our faith in God, there is no enemy, there is no giant that won't be able to fall. Verse 47 says, All those gathered here today will know it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give all of you into our hands. David didn't say, I will. He said, God will. He knew the battles was the Lord's to win. This morning, church, I want us to think about when we're standing face to face with our giants, is that what we're saying? Are we saying, I will do this, I will overcome this, I can do this, I can't do this? Or are we saying, God can do this, God will do this? 
Are we putting our faith in ourselves, our strength, our willpower, our perseverance, our capabilities? Are we putting our faith in a God who is faithful? We can't do it on our own because we're not equipped to do so. We need God's help. Because you know what? God is so much greater than we are. And when we put our faith in God, nothing is impossible. When giants like Goliath stand in front of us and it seems impossible to overcome, I believe God calls us to put our faith in Him. Matthew 19, 26 says, Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. The last point this morning is facing the giants requires the right perspective. Verse 36 says, Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. Verse 37 says, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. The rest of the Israelites feared Goliath. They saw him as a giant that was unbeatable. But David wasn't afraid because he had the right perspective. And I believe we're called to have that same perspective, the perspective of hindsight. In these verses, David references previous battles that the Lord had helped him overcome. David references his victories over lions and bears, and he saw this giant in that same perspective. He said, the God who rescued me before will rescue me again. When the Israelites were fearful, David had hope because he remembered God had helped him win previous battles. I'm sure each and every one of us have some sort of giant that we're facing in our life right now. We've had giants that we've fought in the past. And you know what? Our giants may look very different. We're all going through something different. That doesn't mean they're any bigger than other people's giants. No matter what we're going through right now, we have to remember that with God's help, we've experienced victory in the past. And now you may be sitting there thinking, Jess, I'm not going through anything at the moment. I'm not facing a giant at the moment. That's okay. That's good. I wish that was my case. But you know what? Even if you're not facing something right now, the reality is, is that you will at some point, tomorrow, next week, next year. And this sermon still applies to you because this can be a time of preparation. What are you going to do? How are you going to prepare for the next battle that you're faced with? It's important to remember past victories, the giants that have already been defeated. Let's remember that God has been faithful and he will continue to be faithful. God has never let us fight our battles on our own and he's not going to start now. With God as our weapon and our faith resting in him, there is no giant so great that can't fall. I don't know about you, but when I come face to face with my giants, I complain a lot. I say, why? Why is this happening? I can't do this. I'm sick of this. I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how this giant's going to be beaten. Instead of saying these things, 
this morning I feel the Lord saying, instead of saying why, how are we going to overcome this? I believe the Lord's saying, just sit back. Just stand back and let me do my thing. I've really been struggling this lockdown. Um, when we first went into lockdown, I was probably quite angry. I was like, why are we here again? Why are we doing this again? We did this last year. I was looking at this giant of lockdown and coronavirus and I just had no hope. I was anxious, I was stressed, I was probably a little bit depressed and low. And, and you know what God reminded me? He said, Jess, you've experienced a similar lockdown last year and you got through it and you're going to get through it again. And I've also been quite fearful recently about COVID. When we first went into lockdown, I didn't go to the shop for a couple of weeks. I was really stressed. I was getting Caleb to do my shopping. And God also reminded me of all the other plagues that the world has been hit with in the past. And he said, Jess, the earth has overcome all those other plagues. And it's going to be the same with coronavirus. God reminded me of all the other victories and all the other battles that have been fought in the past. And he encouraged me to be thankful for those victories and to live in a state of remembrance of what God has already done and be expectant for what God is going to do. Have you ever looked at your giant or a giant that you've experienced? Are you looking at a giant right now and thinking, I'm not equipped for this? Me? Well, guess what? Neither was David. David was just a shepherd boy. If I was there that day, I probably wouldn't have been betting against David. I would have been looking at him going, he's too small. He's got no experience compared to this big old guy. But you know what the difference was? David knew he wasn't equipped, but he knew God would equip him. He knew God would give him what he needed to fight that battle. And it's the same with our battles today. We may not feel, we may look at our giants and think there's no way that this can fall. But when we fight with the right weapons, when we have our faith in God, and when we look at the victories that have happened in the past, we can have hope that victories are going to happen again. That's my prayer for us this week, that we will remember that God has been faithful and he will continue to be faithful. Sorry, Caleb, I'm going to move for two seconds. I think I broke something, sorry. Can you see that? I wasn't going to get this cross, but I just felt in my spirit that there are some giants that need to be placed at the foot of the cross this morning. I don't know what giant you're experiencing right now. I know I'm facing my own giants that I need to surrender at the cross this morning. But I just want to encourage you, whatever you're going through right now, that you have a God that loves you. You have a God that you can put your faith in. You have a God that is going to equip you. And you have a God that is going to hold your hand and walk through this battle with you every step of the way. Because the God that is the God of the mountain is also the God of the valley. 
and He walks alongside us through our giants and He doesn't, he doesn't let us do it on our own. Sometimes we try and do it on our own. I try and do that. This morning, I want to encourage you to surrender whatever giant you're experiencing right now over to God. Because most of the time, the giants that we're experiencing, we have no control over anyway. So there's no point in holding on to it. I was reminded this week to think about the things that I can control and the things that I can't control. And to rendering those things that I can't control over to God and trusting and trusting and putting my faith in God. So this morning, if you have a giant that you need to hand over to God, I just want to encourage you to do that. If you need prayer, if you need support at the moment, I just want to encourage you to reach out to your church community. Something I love about Longevity is that we never let someone go through their giant on their own. So if you need to reach out for support right now, I encourage you to do that. But during this appeal time, um, the band's about to play um, the song Victory. And I really felt this song in my spirit this week. I want to encourage you during this space to surrender to God and say, Lord, I can't do this. I'm just going to step back and trust that you're going to do your thing. Um, now, um, Andrew mentioned before, um, if you can, go and grab a rock. Um, I don't actually have rocks in my garden. Um, so I got a leaf as a substitute. I feel like this kind of looks like a cool rock. <clears throat> Verse 40 says, Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, then put him in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand approached the Philistine. David picked up his stones before he approached his giant. He prepared himself for the battle. And this morning, I believe God is calling us to pick up our weapons to pick up our weapons before we approach our giant and prepare ourselves for battle. Some weapons, some weapons might be prayer, reading the word, surrendering, repentance, fellowship. This morning, I want to encourage you, if you feel led, to pick up your rocks or your leaves or your paper. Um, if you don't have rocks or leaves or paper, you can just get a little piece of paper like a sticky note. And you can call it a rock. If you believe it's a rock, it's a rock. And I want to encourage you on one of your stones or pieces of paper to write down the word faith. So you can remember to place your faith in God when you're faced with a giant. On three of the stones, I want to encourage you to write down weapons that you want to start using when you face your giants. Weapons like prayer or the word or surrender. Weapons might be different for every other person and that's okay. Let's let God be our weapon this week and for all the weeks to come. And on your last rock or paper, I want you to write down one victory that the Lord has already brought you through. And offer thanksgiving to God and say, Lord, thank you that you got me through that season. And this one is probably, I think, the most important one. Because we can look at this when we face our giants and we can go, wow, God's gotten me through this in the past. We can live in a state of remembrance of the victories that have already been won. And I want to encourage you 
Um, or if you're like me, sometimes I write things down at church and I kind of just forget about it and I put it in my car and I see it again in a couple of months. I want to encourage you to keep these things and put them somewhere that you can see them. I'll probably put mine on my dresser in my room so that every morning when I wake up and go to get dressed, I can look at them and I can remember that I need to put my faith in God. I need the right weapons. And remember to be thankful and hopeful because of the victories that have already been won. Let's prepare ourselves for battle today. And if you need to um, write down a battle that you're experiencing right now and scrunch the piece of paper up and um, I've got a cross right here, but you might not have a wooden cross with you. Um, if you need to do that this morning and hand your battle over to God, I encourage you to do that. I know I'm going to be doing that. And the band is going to play the song Victory in a moment. As we worship during this song, let's remember that the battle belongs to God. My favorite line is, I'm going to see a victory. Let that be our anthem this week. Let us sing that in expectation. We may not be able to see what God's doing, but just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. God calls us to walk by faith. Let that be our anthem this week. Let's sing that in expectation for the victories that God's going to help us with. If you're all at home, there's no restrictions at home. So I just encourage you to sing this song to the Lord. Sing it as an anthem. Do whatever you feel called to do this morning. And let's hand our giants over to God. Let's sing together.